This is the Out of Character Podcast. Introducing your host, Brian Colbert. Welcome, world, welcome to episode 17. That's right. We've got 17 episodes, man. I feel like we just started 17 episodes. Episode 17 of the Out of Character Podcast. I am your host, Brian Colbert. My friends call me BC. You can call me BC too if you're listening. And if you're listening, we appreciate you for listening. As always, thank you for liking. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for commenting. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for hitting me up and letting me know that you listen to the show, man. Shout out to everybody that's been a part of the show. Shout out to everybody that's helped produce the show and help make this what it is, man, man. Out of Character is so much fun to me, bro. I've actually physically started going back to work. So, while I'm there, I feel like I'm constantly thinking about the podcast, man. And like, it's different. Like, you know, you be working from home, it's completely different than when you're physically there. And when I'm physically there, I'm constantly thinking about the studio back home, thinking about the podcast. And I don't know, man, it's just feel like a release to me. So thank you guys so much for supporting because that allows me to continue to do this, man. And it's, it's so much fun, man. I love this stuff, man. And we got a great episode for you guys. 17 episodes in, you know, we got to do it big. We're trying to do it bigger and better every single episode, ladies and gentlemen. And Sadly, sadly, ladies and gentlemen, I come to you guys today with a heavy heart, with a heavy heart and a lot on my mind. And I feel like it's only right that I talk to my out of character family about the things that have been on my mind, the things that have been on my heart, the things that have been on my soul. It has been a busy week in the social media sphere, people. It has been a busy week. A lot has happened. And there's one thing I got to get to first before we get into anything else, people. It's, it's really been heavy on me. If you have been paying attention to Out of Character the past few years, if you have been following Out of Character and supporting Out of Character, then you are very, very familiar with a particular movement, a particular message that we continuously convey on Out of Character for you all, a movement, a, a lifestyle, if you will. And that is the Faithful Black King Movement, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I'd like to consider myself one of the founding fathers of this movement, man. There's t-shirts, there are rap songs, there are entire social media pages dedicated to the Faithful Black King Movement. And ladies and gentlemen, we have worked very, very hard. We have traveled the country. Out of Character Alone has traveled the country, spreading the word that black men do not, will not, cannot, and will not ever cheat it's in our dna people it's in our dna and it's a saying that we live by and that we constantly talk about on the out of character podcast but ladies and gentlemen one of our own have been led astray one of our own have been grabbed by the grasp of the devil himself and brought into the land of smut and unfaithfulness yes ladies and gentlemen one of our kings has been led astray Somebody that we assumed was one of the biggest members of the Faithful Black King movement. Somebody that has made a career off of being a Faithful Black King and also telling young queens what not to put up with from their king. Demanding respect, demanding faithfulness, demand him to treat you the way you feel you deserve to be treated. And rightfully so. That is a great message. That is what all queens should demand from their kings, right? And he's made a living off it. He's had a whole social media page. And not only that, but he's also made a living off of his relationship. His relationship with his current wife. He's been documenting it since before she even accepted him as her man, as her boyfriend. He's been documenting all of it and people have followed it. People are very much involved in this man's relationship. The brother's name is Derek Jackson. Derek Jackson is, you could probably look him up on social media. He's 
just a famous guy that like sits in his car and i'm not really too familiar with him i just found out about him when all this stuff went down but you can look him up man he sits in his car and he gives he gives advice man he gives great advice and i am not here to condemn this king let me say that first and foremost i think there is plenty of other people that spend their time pooping all over black men's name and generalizing us and putting us all in one category me i will not choose to do that with my platform not that i'm saying whatever he did was okay not that i'm being a scapegoat for him or anything of that nature i just do not feel comfortable talking down on black men especially when it comes to cheating especially when it comes to relationships because that's just bad karma in general man you never know when something's gonna happen to you and you just hope that everybody is as respectful and, and calm and is patient with you when it comes to your relationship because relationships are heavy man this is the mother of his children i'm assuming i'm not sure if they have kids but i'm they're married so i'm assuming they have kids as well i'm a beautiful black family so the reason i am bringing this up like i said is not to condemn him but it is because when when situations like this arise it just points out so many things to me about society and about our people in general that i just want to talk about that i just want to talk about well first let me explain to you what happened with this Derek jackson like i said he is famous not only for his relationship but for the type of advice he gives to the young queens involving his relationship and and, and one thing let me let me say this clear because i am somebody that does not believe in being too open about your relationship i feel like those are some of the things that you keep very sacred because i for one know that when people see others happy especially miserable people and we all know there's miserable people in the world i'm sure the world is full with the majority of great people but we all know those miserable people those miserable people that will see you happy see somebody happy and it'll just fill them up with disdain fill them up with anger because they cannot understand why you are happy and why they are not happy right those people like that all the time so when you're famous especially when you're famous for a relationship you have to expect to be under the toughest of scrutiny especially your relationship people are going to look into your past if you have any type of skeletons i guarantee you if you are in the public eye those skeletons are coming out so what happens is this brother allegedly because i'm not really sure of all the facts i haven't really dived into this as much like i said this is more talk about how the public handled this news and how the public handles news of this nature but i'm, I'm gonna try to give you guys a little backstory on what happened so this brother like i said is like a relationship guru right so allegedly Derek jackson was having an affair with his wife with with a young lady don't know her name that's not important at all and this particular young lady decided to hit up Derek and say hey man listen i'm gonna tell your wife about this i have videotape i have footage i have text i have all of these receipts about our sexual relationship and i know you are phony and i'm going to expose you now i'm not sure if she was trying to extort him i'm sure there was some type of money involved i'm sure she wanted something from this man but she flipped on him she of course knew because like i said this guy's famous she knew about his relationship but something happened and she decided she wanted this relationship to be public for whatever reason or at least she wanted his wife to know what was going on so immediately like all of us do in human nature we get in defense mode right whenever we are caught doing something red-handed we immediately get in defense mode especially when there's a lot to lose especially when it's involving our relationship especially when it's involving our marriage our family we're gonna do whatever we can we are going to lie immediately because we're gonna do whatever we can to keep our family together yes we should have thought of that before we started cheating yes he should have thought of his family before he dealt with shorty but you know what that's neither here nor there 
he immediately went into defense mode and he got on instagram which that's that's what he does that's how he makes his money that is his life he gets on instagram and shares his life with people so rightfully so he gets on instagram and shares his story saying that this young lady was lying he never had a sexual relationship with her and that he was separated from his wife at the time so he was actually not cheating and that nothing sexual actually happened it was just flirtation and things like that but that this lady was basically lying about what he had done right he made this big video and he was he was very convincing let me tell you the backdrop was very very serious he was at a desk he wasn't sitting in a car like his normal videos he was very very serious guys let me tell you and he said that this lady was lying now normally what happens when somebody's trying to execute an extortion move right they usually have receipts like i talked about earlier and she did she had text messages she had call logs but not only did she have that she had video evidence of this brother basically whispering sweet nothings to this lady giving her a little game talking a little nasty to her while married now normally i would never share something like this because like i said it is not about the relationship like i said it is not about this man cheating that is his business that is between him and his still current wife they are still together as far as i know they are still married as far as i know but people a movement is at stake a movement is at stake people because what happens whenever somebody is accused of cheating especially a black man everybody and they mama jump on the train and say oh that's just what black men do that's what they all say they just put us all in a circle and say you know what huh i thought y'all didn't cheat and i was getting tagged and all kind of stuff let me tell you people couldn't wait to tag me in this story and said hey bc i thought you said black man didn't cheat hey bc i thought you said black man didn't cheat this happens all the time tristan thompson it happened to us it happens constantly whenever a brother is accused of cheating y'all try to lump us all in y'all try to say the black man don't cheat movement is invalid that it doesn't exist that we are lying so that is what's at stake, people. That is why I have to put all the evidence on the table. I have to show you guys what really happened. You have to see what is going on so that I can prove that this is not an indictment on black men across this world. That this is not an indictment on the black men don't cheat movement. And that we should see this as a singular occurrence and not as the norm. So I will continue. So there is this video, right? And like I said, I want you guys to hear this video, not because I'm trying to condemn this brother, but because I feel like it gives us a glimpse of who this brother really is. Ken, what's good? Yeah, son of a motherfucker. All right, man. Anywho, <laughs> I was just thinking about you. Hope you're having a good day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I almost forgot to ask. What kind of drawers you got on? <laughs> no, seriously, what kind of drawers you got on? Color? style the brands all of that now first of all ladies let me apologize for men everywhere because i know that y'all deal with weak ass game like that on a regular basis from some of these brothers and I, i'm truly sorry for that i am truly sorry you guys get sent videos like that like I told you guys, like if you're listening right now, right, this brother was in his car, much like all his other relationship videos. He took a selfie video in his car like he does on all his relationship videos and don't cheat videos and sent it to this young lady. Now, why would you do that, bro? You are a married man. It's like everybody knows you're married, but why would you give out video evidence? So first things first is this is clearly not the brightest brother. Sure, he's a great man. I'm sure he's a God-fearing man. Sure, he's a great guy. But he's clearly not that bright. He is clearly just not that bright. And if there's one thing for certain about black kings, 
we are smart we are very very intelligent so that is already a red flag right there clearly there is something off with this brother there is something just a little loose that makes him a little bit different than the normal black king clearly he's a little slow on some fronts and that's okay you know what we, we all have our struggles we all have our issues but that is the very first thing that pointed out to me like oh bro this brother got some issues not only that but the game like you should have seen the way he looked into the camera it was just straight creep mode it was just weird and it's not something that's something like i would expect from like a high school dude right but not a grown man so then that's number two a glaring sign of his immaturity right there a glaring sign of his immaturity and you cannot be considered a grown man if you're immature i don't care how old you are you can be 50 years old and be a child still because age does not make the man let me tell you that responsibility makes the man intelligence makes the man accountability makes the man and these things are clearly lacking with this brother just from that little clip alone but i will continue the story thickens right the story thickens like i said this brother gets on instagram and says i did not do it i did not do it it is a lie me and my wife were separated don't unfollow me don't cancel me i am not a fraud i am not a phony but then the story continues people the story continues if things weren't bad enough because even when even when it's not true right and there's just a rumor of a black man cheating let me tell you the council members hear it all right we have all boots to the dirt let me tell you because we are working hard to make sure we dispel all of these rumors and get down to it because like i said there is an important movement afoot people there is an important movement afoot so we take things like this very 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 seriously right so it got worse for us people it got worse for all those faithful black kings out there because not only did this brother get caught cheating but now he is getting caught in a lie because whatever happened forced this brother and maybe it was the video maybe it was the video you just you know listen to but whatever happened forced this brother to get back on instagram this brother got back on instagram and not only was he back on instagram but he brought his queen with him he brought his wife with him they had their hands locked he honestly looked like he was like holding her for dear life she did not look well let me say that she did not look happy to be there she was being supportive like most queens are the way y'all support us and stand by us oh my goodness we love y'all for that let me tell y'all the brothers that got common sense we appreciate and love y'all for that but yes she was there she was right there with him and let me tell you what this brother had to say oh my goodness it was a doozy i'm gonna let you hear it you know, a lot has been said already about what was the cause and all that other stuff. Some of it is true. Some of it is completely false. But the truth is, and I'm saying it here now, is that Derek Jackson was involved with other women outside the marriage. And by involved, I want to be clear. I'm not talking about just casually kicking it, maybe a lunch or something like that. I'm talking about as serious as sex um, to sexual flirtation and, and meeting up and that kind of thing. And some things that otherwise may be considered okay by some in terms of like just chatting or, or checking on people or being checked on by people that I've had a previous encounter with. Um, but without my wife's knowledge of it and with us having a sexual history, all of it falls under the umbrella of inappropriate, cheating, affair, stepping out. Um, def definitely not in alignment with the vows that I took um, and definitely not in alignment with the biblical standard of what it means to be faithful, which is the standard that I'm going by now. Now, I'm saying this publicly, not because I'm, you know, married to you guys. First and foremost, I'm accountable to God. Then I have to be accountable to my wife, in which we've already had this conversation. 
I've already told her literally everything. I've given her basically a, a roll call list. If I've said hello to a woman in the last 12 years of me knowing her, she knows about it. Um, but now that it's been made so public, um, it's important that I first off let you guys know I do not stand by those actions. I don't want to encourage anybody to do that. And then secondly, I know that I cannot build a platform preaching certain things, preaching against certain things, and then in my real life live contrary to that for any amount of time or, or any length of time to any extent and think that I can't be held accountable. You know, the same way that I preach, you know, men and women in this situation need to face consequences of their actions, um, deserve to be held accountable. Guess what? Derek Jackson's no exemption. Now, before I get into this video and everything, this brother said, this confessional, if you will, the first five seconds, the brother refers to himself in the third person. He says Derek Jackson. He doesn't say I. He says Derek Jackson. As if he is some cartoon character or some Marvel character or as if he is talking about some legendary man. Number three. That's number three, people. The third reason why you should understand there's something wrong with this, brother. At this point, I am questioning the followers. I am questioning all the sisters and kings that follow this brother and listen to him for his advice. Does he normally speak like this? Does he normally speak in the third person? I am not following anybody for relationship advice that speaks in the third person. I'm just not doing it. I am just not doing it. So all of these things, these are three glaring obvious signs that y'all shouldn't have been following this dude from the get. Like I said, I'm not here to condemn him. I'm not here to judge this brother. I am just spewing facts so that we can put everything on the table because right now we in court. Right now we are in court and it is my job to convince you all that this is a solo act. That black kings across this country, across this world, are not acting like this. Do not do things like that. That black men do not cheat, ladies and gentlemen. That is what I am here to convince you all. That's all. That's all I'm here to do. So, so the story continues, right? So this video comes out and the world goes nuts. So honestly, the conversation should have solely been about how this brother lied, about how this brother did something that could have destroyed his family, that tore his wife's heart apart, his beautiful queen that stood right there with him. That should have been the only conversation involving this confessional video. But what happened? And this is really the big reason why I wanted to talk about this, because things like this just really bother me. It doesn't make any sense to me. And it's something we do to ourselves all the time. We decided to have all of these conversations, make all of these jokes about how his wife looked in the video. For those of you guys that are listening, his wife was in a black sweater and a black bonnet and glasses, right? She looked as if she was just chilling at the crib, which is what they were doing, which is if we're trying to be transparent, we're trying to be honest, that's probably how she looked during that day. She was probably at home. She's probably on one of her off days. And that is probably how she looked, right? But what ended up happening? Everybody decided to just make jokes about the sister. Why was she there? Why was she holding his hand like that? Why was she sitting there like that? Why was she supporting him? Blah, 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 blah. The same people that sit and deal with Jerome cheating ass every other week that got seven baby mamas were the same people that was going in on this queen. They have no idea what she was going through. They have no idea what it took for her to sit there with that brother and be by his side and support him. Why would we condemn her for that? For doing what? We vow to do when we get married. For better or worse, for sickness and health, she stood by her man. He's the one that did something wrong. He's the one that was unfaithful. He's the one that lied. He's the one that talked about himself in the third person. Just all of these things that are just offensive, right? All of these things that just make my blood boil. 
but we decided to attack the queen and honestly i didn't really get it i didn't really get the joke i didn't really understand because it was, it's as if y'all have never lived with a black woman it is as if y'all have never been in the doghouse with a black woman her attire that's beat a nigga ass attire we all seen it we've all seen shorty in her bonnet in her in her fighting clothes you know what i'm saying she got a hair pulled back those was fighting clothes she probably whooped his ass before and after the video that's why she looked like that do you get all dolled up and all cute when it's time to lay a ass whooping down? No, no, no. It's not even when you go to spank your kids, you got the bonnet on, you got the crew neck on, you are looking a mess. But that's because that adds to the allure of the ass whooping. The crazier you look, the better. Because not only are you getting your ass whooped, but now you're getting your ass whooped by somebody that looks insane. And not saying that this queen looked insane, but she looked like she was ready for a fight. She looked like she was ready to beat Buddy ass. And why are y'all surprised that she's supporting him? Like most black women, she's smart. She's not about to fumble the bag. She knows IG is how they make their paper. So I bet you gonna go out here, you gonna apologize. I'm gonna sit right here with you while you do it. We gonna go viral and we gonna make this paper. But you still gonna get your ass whooped when this video over. You still sleeping on the couch. That's for sure. You ain't made it upstairs yet, bruh. He probably still sleeping on the couch at this very moment. So I just didn't get it. I didn't get it. To me, I was like, oh, this brother intro. Because I we've been there before. We all done been there when we in the doghouse, right? We all done been there. The bonnet's always on when we in the doghouse. Somehow, some way, the bonnet just magically gets on when you're in the doghouse. So I got it. I understood it. And I personally felt bad for the sister that she had to deal with ignorance like being teased for her looks, being teased for her appearance from other sisters at that too. Because it happens all the time. We're constantly shitting on our own people, man. We're constantly kicking people while they're down. And that's what bothered me so much about this whole situation was how Shorty was just getting attacked. And bro, like y'all don't want to put yourself in her shoes. Y'all don't know what she's going through. The man that she loves, man, the man that she devoted herself to Broke his vows, cheated on her, broke her heart. And you want her to be looking all dolled up? You want her to be happy? Or you want her to not stand by her man? You want her to forsake her marriage, to leave her household. I don't, like I said, I don't know if they have kids, but if kids are involved, come on, man. Let's, let's keep it a buck. Like I said, you ain't left cheating as wrong for seven years. You still there. You still there. He got three, four baby mamas. You still there. And you fighting the baby mamas too. But you going to judge this queen when she got probably a lot more to lose. That's a bag right there. That's a bag right there. And she got that bag. Let's believe it. She going to get a bag from this. My man writes books. He does all these things. You don't think she going to be able to flip this into a book? You don't think that she's in control of this situation? If you don't believe that she's in control of this situation, then I am sorry, but you do not know black queens. You do not know black women. You do not know what a black wife means to the household. And that happens quite a lot. Happens quite a lot. The disrespect for not only black women, black men, but minorities in general. And that's just not race. That's women too, because white women get disrespected too. It happens a lot. It happens quite a lot. And we are continuously given evidence of that very fact in this country, man. We are continuously dealing with bigotries, with racism, with injustices. And this doesn't make sense to me. It just does not make sense to me you know we think talking about injustices and 
stuff not being fair and like i said it's not just a race thing man this is a man and woman thing you know there is a very very particular group of this country that has it pretty damn easy that this world is built for and made for not built by not built by because they're not that hard of workers but built for and maintained by a very select group of individuals and everybody else just has to live in y'all world that's what y'all think right and that's what happens and something else happened that just led to that we talk about it so much on this podcast and it sucks we have to talk about it but you know i feel it's important to highlight what's going on when i talk to you guys you know and this kind of stuff is important to me because it's a fight that we all go through every single minority like i said not just race women as well white women as well karens as well that we're constantly fighting for equality constantly fighting for a voice and constantly fighting just to have some normalcy sometimes and what Ever that is, who knows, but just some equality. That's all we're looking for, just a little bit of equality, right? And so we get to the NCAA tournament. Now, we all know the NCAA got bread. We know the NCAA is one of the biggest mobs in the world. They running a bag off of just basically free labor. Yes, they're giving people scholarships, and we don't got to get into all that stuff. That's not, you know, the topic of discussion right now. But we all know the NCAA has paper, right? We all know the NCAA has money to burn, and we also know that March Madness for college hoops, men and women, is a cash cow. It's huge, especially because last year things got canceled due to COVID. So there was money to be made this year. People were anxious and ready for March Madness. Man, it's huge. People do brackets all around the world. There's money on the line. People are watching 10 to 5 games a day. It's madness, right? That's why it's called March Madness. And so... The men and the women, the college young ladies and the young men, all had to go play in a bubble this year for safety reasons. Much like the NBA did um, last season, they went and played in a bubble just to be safe due to COVID violations. And just like I said, to keep these kids safe because they are still kids. They're still college students. And something alarming happened. Can't call it surprising necessarily because that's just kind of how we give it up in this country it seems like especially lately with social media where us with nothing be able to be hidden with nothing be able to stay behind closed doors so an ncaa women's basketball player makes this video in the bubble of the conditions just kind of showing people you know here's what the men have here's what the women have because for some reason men and women can't have the same facilities and maybe that's because of covid you know we're not completely sure but their facilities are separate so the video starts showing the men's side the men have of course it's the ncaa so they have the cold training equipment it's just this massive big room with all kinds of different equipment state-of-the-art equipment to help these players stay in the best shape possible because they are playing in difficult conditions these student athletes have been asked to leave their families leave their homes leave their colleges leave their girlfriends leave their kids perhaps and go be in this bubble and entertain us right so we expect nothing but the best and rightfully so the men had some dope equipment. I was honestly like, dang, man, I would love to get a workout in and there. And then the video showed the woman's side. And let me tell you guys, I've seen hotel, I've seen motel gyms look better than what these women had. I think they had a couple of mats, a couple of little tiny dumbbells. And that was it. It was just this big, empty room. And at first, the NCAA tried to explain it and say, oh, we don't have the space for it. But we saw the video. The room's there. The room's there. And sadly, it just was a reminder of what 
we all have to go through in this world if we don't look a certain way, if we're not a certain gender. It's nuts, man. It's crazy. It's crazy to think that these young ladies left their families, left their homes to come play a game that they love, a game that they dedicated themselves to. And in a position and in a college that they earned the right to be in, right? Because you can't just get into college just because you can hoop. You got to have the grades. You got to have the test scores, everything. We all know this. So these young ladies have earned the right. They've earned it just like the men. They play just as hard, if not twice as hard. Because if you really watch women's hoops on any level, it's better. It's better basketball. It's better basketball. Let's just keep it a buck. Only thing that's missing is the dunks. It is better basketball. When it comes to basketball and the technical game, women play it better so they they deserve everything the men deserve and they're both in the ncaa it's not like these were d3 or naia schools these are both division one schools these are both in the same area what a slap in the face to these young ladies they could go like it's not like it was a secret it's not like it was hidden and they had no idea what the men's area was like like you know there's always that like conception that like women's bathrooms are just so much better than men's bathrooms because men really don't know for ladies if y'all don't know we constantly are like especially at a young age like dang i wonder what a woman's bathroom's like do they have couches is it clean is it nice is it different and you know that's because we never go in there but that wasn't the case for this it was just right next door right in another room oh here's the men's workout facility but y'all can't go in here here's y'all yoga mat and a couple dumbbells what were y'all thinking, NCAA? Do y'all really think these women don't lift? Do y'all really think these women are strong? Do y'all really think these women are athletes? That's crazy. It's crazy that stuff like this can happen in this world. And it doesn't just stop there. It doesn't just stop with black people. It doesn't just stop with Hispanics. It doesn't just stop with women. Because now we're hearing all of these horror stories about asian americans and what they deal with in this country that's popping up too people that is popping up now to more injustice and to me it's just a glaringly obvious sign that nobody is safe but one type of person in this world that's been pulling the strings this whole time we'll all have to deal with it it's not just black folks and it's crazy to me when these other pockets, these other minorities, get all up in arms about their plight. But when we're talking about Black Lives Matter, when we're trying to get the same equalities that y'all try to get, we're a problem. We're terrorists. We're scary. We're aggressive. Why are you so mad? Oh, just leave. That's what they tell us. Oh, just leave. Just leave. But y'all got to deal with these things too. White women, y'all have to deal with these too. Asian Americans, you guys have to deal with racism too. And it sucks. It sucks that that happens. And it sucks that we don't all realize that we're a lot alike, all of us minorities. All of the disenfranchised. All of the people that haven't got a fair bill in this country. We're not much different. Because, I I mean, it might have sounded like I was trying to say like, oh, just because we deal with stuff y'all should just know that's not what i'm saying at all i I truly believe that everybody has a plight and everybody has a struggle and that no struggle is less important than the other right so it does bother me when my folks right get up in arms about oh well we've been dealing with this forever y'all ages can deal with it what (laughs) what 
That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. Just because we got to deal with bullshit doesn't mean anybody should have to deal with something. Doesn't mean white women should have to deal with it. Doesn't mean that the gays and lesbians should have to deal with something. Doesn't mean that Asians and Hispanics should have to, oh, suck it up because we deal with it. No, that does not get us anywhere. Let me tell you, that doesn't get us anywhere. What we all need to realize is, yo, sounds like there's a common enemy. Sounds like there's a common enemy. Sounds like the racists and the bigots are the people we should be against, not each other. Not each other. So it was very confusing to me. And, and, and when I see things, like I said, I always tell you guys on this podcast, I am not a genius. There's a ton of things I don't know, but I truly feel that I have met so many great people from different backgrounds, from different ethnicities, from different walks of life that give interesting perspective. And I have a close friend. I'm not going to share his name right now um, because we haven't really got to talk about it. He doesn't know I'm talking about this, so I'm not going to share his name. But he is black and Japanese. And like his mother is is full on Japanese. His brother is a half brother. And so he's Japanese and white, but just full on. Like when you see them, you know that they are Asian Americans, right? But when you look at him, because he's black and Japanese, you see a black man, much like me. I'm, I'm black and Mexican, but I do not know the Mexican man's play. I just don't. Because when I'm seen, I don't. I, nobody sees me as a Mexican man. Even Mexicans, even other Hispanics, they don't see me as an Hispanic. When I try to tell them I am, they think I'm joking or they think it's whatever because I am seen as a black man, right? And so is he, of course. He's he's actually, you know, actually darker than me. So, like, you would never know unless you asked or unless you got to know him that he wasn't a black man, especially from white folks. You know, white folks, they see even a little bit of tint. They immediately like, oh, y'all immediately see us as black, right? That's how it is. So I reached out to my guy. I reached out because I'm like, I want to know where he stands on this, right? I want to know as somebody that has not necessarily understand both plights, but has seen it. Like I said, his mother is like, doesn't speak as much English. She's like fluent in Japanese. His brother, I think, speaks both. Like they, when you see them, you know that they are Asian American. So he understands both plights. And he also has a stepdad that's white. So he sees all kinds of different perspectives. So I thought it was important for me to ask him as somebody that is an Asian American and also an African American. And I was very surprised, actually, because like I said, I was on the on the side of, you know, man, I, we're all fighting the same battle. We're all looking for equality. You know, we're all, we all fighting the same battle. So I reached out to him and said, hey, man, you know, I don't feel like I really know much about what's going on. Um, I don't really know the Asian man's plight. I've never honestly even thought about it. Never thought about it. Um, you know, so, man, I just, you know, want to hit you up and ask you your opinion. You know, I feel like you can educate me on this subject. You know, what do you think, bro? And he sent me like a video message. It was a long, long video message. And he's actually laughing. And he said, you know what, bro? I really don't understand it. And... He says he doesn't understand because much like what I said, he doesn't understand what it's like to be an Asian American man. He doesn't. He doesn't understand. He's only seen it on the outside. But what he does know is what it's like to be a black man. He also knows what it's like to be a black man that has Asian family that don't care for him or care that he's black that didn't repost black lives matter that really could care less of the black man's plight and this is his words he's telling me this and i'm i'm, I'm dumbfounded because i didn't even think of that i really didn't i didn't think of that he 
as an Asian American and a black man, felt the same way about the people that I just didn't understand where they was coming from. He felt the same way. He said, they'll be all right. They'll be good. I know what it's like to be a black man out here. We got it harder, is what he said. We have it harder. They, they don't support us. Why should we support them? I wouldn't even talk about it if I was UBC. And I, I was shocked. I was shocked. And who am I to tell him anything? Who am I to argue with that? He's living that life. Like I said, he has family members that are directly influenced and affected by this. I know him. He loves his mom to death. His brother is his best friend. But his truth is that, and, and it's probably their truth too, because I'm sure he's had that conversation with them as well, is that, bruh, get in line. And that's how a lot of people feel. It, it did not change how I feel. I still truly feel that every single minority struggle does matter. And the sooner we figure that out and come together on that, is the sooner we can take down the real problem. Because black folks ain't the problem in this country. Asian Americans aren't the problem in this country. Hispanics are not the problem in this country. They're just not. Children that are born from immigrants in this country are not the problem. They're not dangerous. They're not hurting anybody. Not at all. They're just looking for freedom. This is the greatest country on earth. That's what they tell us, right? That's all minorities are looking for. They just want to live in this country. They just want to exist. They just want to know that they're getting a fair piece of the pie. That's all we want, right? Is a fair piece of the pie. So I'm always going to be on that. But I really wanted to share that with you guys because I thought it was interesting perspective. I thought it was very interesting. Somebody that is Asian American, somebody that is African American felt that way. Because then I reached out to my friend that's basically just Asian American, right? I believe he has some white in him. But when you look at him, you see an Asian man, right? You, you, you recognize that he is an Asian American. And his conversation was very different. His conversation was very different because he felt, why did it take so long for people to realize that we struggle in here too? And I, and, and this particular Asian American, like I know, like I've seen him, he's all about posting black lives, supporting, like he's always been an ally in my book ever since I've known him, you know? Um, and he, he was, you, I could feel it. We were just texting, but I could feel the pain when he was talking to me. I could feel the pain. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it felt similar to the to the pain I'm feeling. The pain I feel when my people aren't being treated right. When I walk in on my college campus and somebody rolls their window down and yells the N-word at me. I paid to be there. <laughs> I paid to be there just like them. Probably got better grades than them. At this point, probably have a better career than they, whoever those ignorant people were. That's pain. That hurts. That hurts. So who am I to tell somebody else that dealing with their forms of racism bigotry doesn't hurt at all now, that's just my take but like i said I, i've seen multiple sides i have seen multiple sides like i said these both guys are my friends man so i just wanted to share those perspectives with you because i think it's very very interesting i think it's something that we should all think about i think it's something we should all understand that there is a common denominator in all of this there's a reason there's even a word called minority right think about that word I had family members, people really close to me that just hated, didn't even want to be called a minority because of what that word meant. Because it meant that there was somebody that was superior in this country. And I do think that there are people that are, there's a group of people that do think they're superior. And I think the sooner we all realize that they're not, that they're actually the minority, when we really think about it, man, bro, this world would be much better off. 
but you know who knows who knows man who, who am i what do i know but like i said i wanted to share my guys stories because it is something that's going on man i want to talk about i don't just want to talk about you know black folks struggle you know what i'm saying because there are other people's struggles going on and i do think we can learn from each other's struggle but i will always say if you expect me to post something if you expect me to talk about it, if you expect me to support you then you need to support me and my people that's black people and hispanic people if i'm saying stop harming asian americans then i better see y'all saying black lives matter being against this crazy immigration stuff where people are being removed from their families and their children if you want equality for your people you better want it for everyone because that's what equality is so if you want me to fight for y'all y'all better fight for us that's it that's it that's period that's it me i will fight for the good of humanity i will fight for hum the human race as a whole for what's good in this world because i do truly feel it's a fight against good and evil but you better be on my side you better be on my side and when it's time for us to march i better see my asian american brothers with me i better see y'all marching with us because i see a lot of our people a lot of black folks marching with y'all yeah there's some people like i mentioned that you know don't even want to hear it because we've been through so much y'all gotta understand that too because we have been through a lot we're a problem they can't get rid of we are something they cannot exterminate no matter what they do they can't break us so y'all need to understand that yes struggle is struggle but y'all need to understand what we're going through because it's always black folks who understand everybody else we are so welcome and we are so understanding and i truly think that's a great thing and i try to live by that and that's what i'm trying to say is i'm understanding i'm welcoming i'm for humanity i'm for good but y'all need to be too because the sooner y'all get on our team the sooner we can help y'all too we can't help y'all if y'all don't help us so please 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 if you are asking from equality and you are from any type of minority whether you are gay whether you're a lesbian whether you are a transsexual whether you're black whether you're brown whether you're purple whether you're yellow whether you're blue whether you're a man whether you're a woman if you feel that you fall under somebody that is constantly dealing with social injustices if you feel like you're somebody that falls under the minority quote-unquote category then you better be there for every other person that falls under that category because we need you we need you we need each other we need each other ladies and gentlemen episode 17 this is episode 17 of the out of character podcast i am your host brian colbert my friends call me bc you can call me bc too if you're listening and if you're listening we appreciate you for listening ladies and gentlemen it's been a heavy show ladies and gentlemen it's been a heavy show but i did not start this podcast to just be silly and goofy with y'all i want to talk about real stuff the stuff that matters and the stuff i care about and the stuff that we need to discuss and i have opinions on things and i need to share them and i want y'all to hear this because sometimes just hearing a different perspective helps i'm listening to different perspectives all the time I'm constantly hitting up my friends, trying to figure out, trying to learn. Because I know that there's plenty of things I don't know. Plenty of things. Plenty of things I don't know. Plenty of things I don't know. But I do not want to end the show on a sour note, people. Why would I want to end the show on a down note? Because it's still out of character, baby, right? We're still about having fun. We're still all about inspiration. We're still all about the left. So we hope we're still here with us. We know we've been a little sad. We know we've got a little serious on y'all. But we will not end the show with sadness, people. We are going to give y'all an out-of-character moment because you know what? As, as crazy and nasty as things could be in this world, things are very hilarious, too. Things are very funny. Things are very, very silly. And, people, Florida has done it again. Florida has done it again for us because, oh, my goodness. I don't even know how long the vaccine been out. A couple months. 
couple months. Not even enough for us to really get good feedback on what the vaccines are doing to people. But I could have guessed that Texas and Florida would do Texas and Florida things. They would not only open back up, but they would open back up in magnificent fashion. And that is what Florida has done. It is spring break time for folks, people. People, I told y'all about people wanted to get that freak out. They weren't able to get that freak out in the summer. They weren't able to get that freak out in the spring. They weren't able to get that freak out in the summer. They weren't able to get that freak out in the spring. Not in 2020. So there was a lot of freak bottled up. And let me tell you, them Floridians, they let that freak out. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, spring break was in full effect in Miami. And y'all that are listening, you can't see it. But let me tell you, it makes me uncomfortable seeing a group of people of this magnitude. A group of people of this magnitude together in close proximity and not wearing masks ladies and gentlemen let me tell you the visuals from miami spring break were alarming to say the least i have not even like regular spring break have i seen so many people in such a finite location in such close proximity no masks no nothing and not only were they turned up but they was letting that freak out, people. They was going crazy. Crazy enough to the point where Florida had to shut the city down. Installed a curfew saying, yo, y'all have to go inside by 8 p.m. But we know our Floridians. We know Florida. And we know Floridians do not like being told what to do. We know the folks in Florida, they live by their own rules. So what happened when the cops put this curfew down? Oh. Madness ensued, people. Madness ensued. Over a thousand arrests were made because they started riding in the streets. People are climbing on buildings. People are smashing and breaking cop cars. People are standing on cop cars, dancing half naked. People are going crazy. Women are twerking in the middle of the street. Gas bombs are being thrown in crowds. It was pandemonium. All because... The great folks in Florida had to let that freak out, people. All because this vaccine gave people just a little bit of courage to make them think shit's sweet out here. To make them think that COVID don't exist. There's a lot of people there. There were a ton of people there and that were not wearing masks, that were touching on each other, that were licking on each other, doing body shots off each other. A lot was going on in Miami. Like I said, for, for, for Miami to shut down, could you imagine the type of anarchy that was taking place for Miami to shut down? I can't even imagine the type of crazy, salacious things that go on in Miami. But let me tell you, they had to been going crazy out there to shut down the city. A woman died in all of this. A woman died in this madness in, in Miami, in Florida. A woman died. They were turning up. They were just partying. And I tell y'all this to warn y'all. That when you decide to go out, because we're all going to, I am too. I got trips planned. Believe you me, I have trips planned. I got some freak to get out too, people. But what I will do when I go out and get that freak out, I'm going to be safe. I ain't going to be like around hundreds of people. I'm going to have my mask on. This summer is the summer for masks. Next summer, got to do a, a maskless summer. But this summer still the summer for masks, guy. Right? I'm going to make moves, but I'm going to keep the mask handy. I'm going to keep the mask handy. But what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to lose control. So if you are listening, that means I care about you. That means we are family. 
That means I love you and I want you to keep your freedom. So please, people, I encourage, get that freak out. Turn up. Don't just turn up a little bit. Turn up just a little more because you got some extra freak to get out. You want to get these demons out so you can continue taking care of your kids. So you can continue dealing with ain't shit your own. So you can continue going to that job you hate, right? Get that freak out because it's therapeutic, but be safe. Be careful, ladies and gentlemen, because we want you guys to be here for episode 18. What was episode 20, actually? We want you guys to be here for all of that, people. We want you guys to be here for that. But most importantly, we want y'all to get y'all free month of Audible, people. Oh, y'all thought I forgot. Y'all thought I forgot about our sponsors. I never forget about our sponsors. I just didn't want to put them within the midst of all that negativity. Because we like Audible. When I think of Audible, I get cheered for you know what I'm saying? Like a little song plays in my head. Like there's a little playlist that Audible plays in my head, even when I'm not using it. That's how much I love and appreciate our sponsors over at Audible. And what Audible does, because they appreciate us too. They love out of character and they love our out of character listeners. So what they've done for us is given us a free month subscription to all of our out of character followers. Y'all get a free month of their premium service, people. All you have to do is go to the link audibletrial.com slash D-O-O-C podcast. That's T-H-E-O-O-C-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, ladies and gentlemen. AudibleTrial.com slash the O-O-C podcast to get your free month subscription. And you can cancel afterwards. We, we ain't telling y'all how long to keep it. But I'll tell you what, you get that free month. It's a free month. Then you can sign up again. And again, this link ain't going nowhere. We got y'all back. Hit us up. We'll get y'all them free links. We'll get y'all them free months because we're all about giving y'all freebies. But we truly believe. That when you try that free month that you will stick on because Audible does so many great things. You want to listen to Out of Character Podcast, but you don't got no service? You can do it with Audible's premium services, people. They will download everything to your phone and you can share it amongst all your devices. Who doesn't like free stuff? A free month. Shout out to our people at Audible, man. They always take care of us. They show us love. They hold us in high regard. And we will keep showing y'all love, too, as long as y'all keep showing us and our Out of Character family love. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 17. Episode 17, people. We're at the end of it. We are at the end of episode 17 of the Out of Character podcast. I am your host. I am your grateful host, man. I'm so happy to be here with y'all. I'm so happy to do this every night with y'all. It's, it's the most fun I have, bro. It's so cool talking to y'all. So good getting y'all feedback. And it's so cool having different guests and being able to talk about some serious stuff sometimes, too. Because we like having fun and out of character, but we also have a lot of stuff to get into. And we want to make an impact, man. We want to help change the game. You see the shirt, Black is a Vibe. Shout out to the brand that made this, man. I'm going to make sure I put the link on the site. I'm going to make sure I put the link in the description as well. Black is a Vibe. These shirts is fire. They got hoodies, everything, man. It's definitely a movement. I believe it's passion over pain um is the brand um but don't let me um say the wrong thing but uh yes ladies and gentlemen episode 17 this is the end this is the end people episode 17 of the out of character podcast i am your host brian cobra my friends call me bc you call me bc too if you're listening and if you're listening we appreciate you for listening and if you're listening stay blessed keep the hope alive god bless